again man they're talking about bringing lockdowns and masks back and shit no alex jones <laughs> he's got well he he led with some hot hot tips from his contacts and the tsa and shit and he was like they're gonna bring him back the mask by in mid-september by by the beginning of December, there will be full lockdowns. It's pretty good Jones impression. It's because you just got to make yourself... You, he's gotten so fat. Have you ever seen old footage of him? He's incredibly handsome. Yeah, and did you know he's not even that much older than me or you? Really? Dude, yeah, I think he's under 50. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm not That's, joking. Jesus. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I can't, I can't yeah, do it again. He's 49. That's pretty. That's shocking. That's seven years older than me. Yeah, I would have said definitely over fifty-five. Yeah, he. In my opinion, he looks like sixty-one. I can't do it, man. I think a lot of people can't do it. Some people want it though. Oh. I can't remember the name of the subreddits I was looking at, but there's like. Mass forever, people. Yeah, there are some people out there that are still quite gung ho about it. Look, dude. Walk around in a fucking hazmat suit. I'm not. I don't give a shit. It's insane to expect everyone to live that life. It's that half life. Ugh. I don't even want to think about it. It's horrifying. If it comes again, I'm gonna be one of those fucking guys at the grocery store. What? I'm not. Tyranny. <laughs> Tyranny. I'm not doing it. Trying to fucking muzzle me, Safeway. I can't do it, man. I don't know. Obviously, we'll have to deal with life as it is. I don't know if I can stay in Portland if that happens, though. Well, we'll see, man. I mean, it's only natural to some extent because cold and flu season. Yeah. Well, look. That's what I'm saying. If you're if you're afraid of dying of the cold and flu. You, I, I'm not stopping you from taking whatever precautions you find necessary. Yeah. But masking. I feel like masks really offended you. I don't want to wear it. I mean, yeah. I, what can I say? It's I, I don't understand why other people go, well, I don't mind it. And what is that supposed to mean to me? I'm not being offended or anything. I'm just saying I mind it. <laughs> like, like I hate it. I'd rather die. Honestly, oh, I would man. rather die. That's a bit much. Than live the life that the mask f fanatics want. Okay, fine, mask fanatics. But what if someone's like, you gotta put the mask back on for three months? Every year for the rest of our lives? <laughs> you would rather die. Fuck that, dude. I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather fucking leave to a place where I don't have to do that. Um... 
not do it in the in this place and I guess face whatever consequences there are. Yeah, I don't give a fuck, Dan. I'm good at being sick. COVID sucked. I did. I did not enjoy okay, that. Okay, if you took away the sore throat that I had from COVID, yeah, it wouldn't have been that bad. The sore throat was <clears> truly <throat> shitty, but like having a fever and like feeling shitty, I don't care. I'll just like take NyQuil and like doze in and out of consciousness and watch movies for four days. Mm-hmm. Part of me likes it. It fucked my nose up. Like shit tasted weird for like weeks. I had that too. It lasted for about three days. Ugh, I couldn't drink coffee. It fucking sucked. I mean, I hated it. I didn't like it, man. But you know what? I take lots of precautions to not get sick without masks. And I do just fine. Yeah, like your door, your key, your door opener tool. <laughs> I'm <being> so stupid. <laughs> Whatever, I like that thing. I don't like touching doorknobs in regular life. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... I'm not, it was dark, dark time, living, living through that shit. If, if other people didn't mind it, that's fine, but I, it fucking, ugh, destroyed my will to live. It drove me into a room to sit and talk to a microphone like a weirdo. <laughs> like, I got something to say. COVID produced a podcast. <laughs> well, so, uh, you know, I, tr- I tried to start one with a friend in the midst of it and we recorded ourselves talking in his backyard on my phone uh-huh. and it actually was pretty good I thought but then he ended up he didn't want to do it so I took I took my I took the the tickle I got from trying it out that first time and I was like whatever I'll buy this mic you got some vape or is it dead probably red ugh you, you vape kids always fucking live on the edge of your shit being empty and dead. I'm, I'm particularly the, I'm worse. <laughs> You're all like that because you guys vape like fucking maniacs. Just constant fat clouds. Oh, right. That's what I was trying to look up. Okay. Um, yeah, so I did have a topic. I know we've just been a bullshitting here. First of all, audience, I wanted to mention... Wanted to mention that, you know, we do have a, a Twitter account at times two pod. Feel free to follow us there. Feel free to share the podcast on social media. The last episode did not get a lot of love. Not good. <laughs> what kind of stats was it? Mm, I'm not gonna say the stats. Let's do this. Come come on, why are you throw why are you giving up the low stat? Numbers we're hitting. I just want people to know that if they listen to us, they can take some level of satisfaction that they're listening to like a rare podcast mm. that a lot of people know about. And, and you can say you knew about Times Two in the beginning. This shit's underground. We do. We are an anonymous podcast, and you know we're not unrealistic about maintaining that, but we're trying to be uh, discreet. I haven't even said anything on here that I think is is bad. You. Well, we have a lot of unposted apps. I might I might throw up some B sides okay, one of these you days. Listen to them and you want to use some? Yeah.
A lot of them were longer, though. That's back when we were doing, like, hours. I'm just saying, dude, like, what? so on Twitter, a lot of people will hate on you if your uh, account is, like, a non, if it's not your name. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel a little, I feel like a second-class citizen on there. Because people are like, oh, who's this fucking bitch and non just trying to promote his podcast? But it's like, dude... Do you feel pressure to become a public figure? No. I like... I like being private. I don't see the need to fucking... I mean, my words are out there. I'm saying what I'm saying. I'm not faking, like... And I don't go around being like, Hey, listen to my podcast. Like, I just use it like a normal Twitter user. But who cares? I mean... Look, we just talked about fucking COVID, dude. I'm about to end this man's whole career. You know? What's... Why can't there be a little privacy in this world? They wouldn't let the, that motherfucker is not real lady stay private. What he's doing? Who? You know, the lady on the plane, the crazy plane lady. Oh. They found her. She's hot. I'm just saying, dude, like, what if fucking, what if Lib Hitler takes over? You know? I don't know who that is. It's nobody. It's, it's, it's the Lib Hitler. You stupid. What if an evil Lib takes over and then he's like oh his his regime is like oh time <laughs> times two i heard you talking about tina kotek to the gulag with you you know it's frightening unlikely but funny maybe a little scary i don't know man you look at this fucking digital world bank or whatever they want to make you know it's like they want to get rid of paper currency. Hold up. They want to have these uh, these social credit scores and shit. People people are gonna lose their ability to buy groceries and shit for the wrong thing. It's already happening. They have these fucking devices in like South America where you you pay with like a face scan or something. Like you just walk up and look at this stupid thing, and then it just deducts your groceries from your account. But have they been like making it so people can't buy? Can't buy with paper money. So I just sit here all alone. There was just this old man that went viral in England because he went into a store. It only took, it didn't take paper currency. Mm-hmm. And he grabbed like some fucking milk or something and he left some coins on the counter and he was like, I'm paying for this with legal tender. It was not even an attempt to be British. I'm paying for this with legal tender. <laughs> Don't, you can't arrest me. And then he walked out and the employees were like, no. But he just dipped. Huh. I got money either way. I don't know, dude. I don't want to get turned over to the Lib SS. Is all I'm saying. So, yeah. I guess I am annoyed. Wow. You are paranoid. <laughs> you subscribe to way more conspiracy ideas than I do. Or maybe you don't believe them, but you, you, take, you entertain them more than me. I think people don't want to entertain them because they're frightening. They're not frightening. They just seem... I don't believe in every, hardly any conspiracy theories, but yes, I am you certainly... You don't want to be taken over by the Lib SS. That's not a conspiracy, dude. That happens all the time. I'm not, I'm not even talking about a specific group or people. Okay. I'm just saying if there were a group in this country that was going to come and throw me in the fucking gulag, it'd probably be the Lib... It'd be the regime of Lib Hitler. 
I think I could get along in a, in a right-wing fascist totalitarian regime. <laughs> hey, brethren. Yeah. I'm a good old Mormon boy. You know when I was watching Barbie? Yeah. And the part whenever Barbie goes up to meet the teen girl for the first time. And the like, real girl, the human? Yeah, they're like, go ahead, crush Barbie. Mm. And then she like goes on this like cliche like anti-establishment rant mm. and then at the end when she was like you're fascist like i actually was like <laughs> like i scoffed out loud and like i noticed no one else in the theater made a sound Oof. see that's the kind of thing <laughs> that lib hitler gets you for i noticed when you saw barbie <laughs> i don't know why my my lib hitler to me has like talks like bill gates but mm. I didn't get rich by writing a lot of checks. God, that was a good impression you just did. Anyway, um... Can you do a Michael Caine impression for the audience? <sighs> <laughs> and that's why I hid it from you. <laughs> to spare you pain. He has a weird accent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's this, uh, this is <laughs> Oh, God. On that day, I won't want to say I was right. But I won't bloody right. <laughs> <laughs> he just descends into, like, Barely even saying consonants. <laughs> so there's a country song that's been going viral, um, and I just thought that we could talk about it since everybody's talking about it. And I thought I'd pull up the lyrics so that, you know, we could analyze them. Because people are going pretty deep on him. Actually, okay, so he's bouncing off my booty <laughs> cheeks. I love the way he rides. That song is infectious, man. I can hardly breathe when he's pumping deep inside. I kiss him on his neck, and then he kisses on my bussy. Mm -hmm. Call him daddy while I holler. Man, that boy's so damn good looking. Mm -hmm. I'm, look, that song is catchy. Yeah. I've, I mean, I thought it was funny, you know? Uh, I did some digging into that. Dallas. Yeah, he's fake. He was doing like rap songs and shit. Yeah, he's like a rap slash like emo artist or whatever. <laughs> and he obviously has a talent for songwriting. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a talented... I'm not going to say I like whatever his other... His real name was like Ian something. I can't remember. Ian Hill or uh -huh. Ian Hicks. I don't remember. But yeah, he is just like... He's a crafty songwriter. And you can go back and find some video of him making, like, almost kind of... It doesn't seem like a joke song, but it seems like a joke song that has, like... It's a similar thing, like, country song, but, like, singing about, like, gay shit. Uh-huh. And then people seem to really like that. So then he put together all these songs, like, F-150, Good Looking, Whiskey. And they're all gay? They're all about gay I'm stuff. Still is he gay in real life, or is he just... sexually ambiguous. Okay. Oh, it's, uh, it's funny. It's funny what he's doing. 
He is good at songwriting. Some people are really, really harping on him, saying that he's just like, he's like going out, he's just using gay culture to go after the gay dollar. Like, <laughs> the gay like dollar. The gay dollar. And uh, it's, uh, it's kind of insulting to previous gay country artists who have been legitimately gay in their life and like struggled to try to get that type of success or exposure what gay country artists are there no idea i don't I, I can't i don't know a lot of country artists but yeah I mean, they're not known for being gay people on dicks and dallas's page like talking about they're like i'm gay i don't care if he's not gay i love this song <laughs> yeah gay not gay i mean whatever i don't really it's not for me because i'm not i don't like that pop country mm -hmm. um formula which is why I also didn't like that fucking try, try that in a small town song. And then I can't lie. I mean, I mean, me personally, like after I heard "Good Looking," mm -hmm. like I'm just going about my day, <laughs> and I cannot help it. Like every 20 minutes, I'm going like, "He's bouncing on my boots." Yeah. Like, I just cannot stop. I mean, it, it got I, you. The trend has passed in my brain. Yeah. But for probably like a week. Uh -huh. After I first heard it, I was like singing every 20 minutes in my head. A little, a little brain worm. Yeah. Yeah, but you've always been into like, you've you've always enjoyed and had fixated on certain like retarded musicians who yes. are, are not, <laughs> they're not good, but they are, they are, but they're also like absurd. Yes. And it's kind of like you're laughing at it. But it's not like when the way you like fucking I don't know, Tool or something. not that you're some mega Tool fan, but it used to be. Yeah, for sure. No, I thought that song was pretty fun. It's funny. I well, definitely think it's a flash in the pan though, or maybe it's just because people have like maybe there is more of an audience for that than I realize because one I don't use TikTok <laughs> as the main thing, uh -huh. and like the idea of like this new culture of like songs that accompany memes are like the songs that people actually listen to oh, and yeah. therefore your people are listening to like 45 second songs uh, like just a small because i'm pretty sure i don't even know if good looking maybe it is i don't even know if dixon dallas's songs like those clips of him doing the hook of good looking yeah that might, I think that might be the extent of the song, or maybe no. there's, like a, there's like a verse that goes with it. It's like a you didn't watch song. the whole video? No, I didn't know the songs had full versions. I thought like they were just like his songs, those country songs are just like a verse and like a hook. And they're almost like meant to like be like a vehicle for memes rather than a song. No, there's a whole, well that might be true, but it is a whole song with a whole video. Huh. Okay. And it's got multiple verses and shit. Okay, then I'm done. I thought you had watched it. So you, your, your entire love of it was purely based off that fucking forty-five uh, second clip. Yes. Hmm. Not just as bad as I am the idiot that's consuming music. Bussy. That's just a like an a name for a guy's butthole. Yeah, it's a butthole. <laughs> Ugh. That, that's too much. Bussy. That's like something we would have said when we were 13. Definitely. There's this guy, Andrew Russo, that makes short 
platform, but I'm pretty sure he's like a TikTok star, but I only, I watch him on YouTube. He's funny as fuck. And he did a video with, I'm pretty sure it featured heavily the word pussy. But at that time I didn't know it meant boy pussy. I didn't know that till I heard Dixon Dallas. Cat, what the fuck? So we got two subversive country artists hitting the charts right now. Yeah, so Oliver Anthony's gone mega fucking viral, dude. When I sent you that video in that group chat, um, I think the video had like 2 million views on it or something. Which is already significant. Yeah, and then I went back a couple days later and it had 6 million. Mm -hmm. And then I looked at it later that day and it had over 8 million. Like it's fucking... People are going nuts over it. Now it has 31 million. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's fucking crazy. Power of the internet, really dude. stupid thing. Some guy, like, looped a portion of the song, uh -huh. and then he lets Oliver Anthony, like, sing a little bit of the song, and then it cuts to the looped instrumental or uh -huh. whatever, and then this, like, fucking dumbass-looking American guy, like, starts, like, rapping, <laughs> like, about, like, the same topic, but he's, Ugh. like... Doesn't sound very cool to me. Look, I, it's not my favorite song ever or anything. I, I shared it with you guys because it was it was blowing up, you know, and I just, yeah, just wanted just to talk to about like, it. Hey, here's a little piece of the culture right now. But I did think, I mean, I, I think it's a decent song and like, it's okay. I like, I appreciated yeah. the earnestness of it. He's a good strong yeah, he's got a good voice. Um, he's clearly, I, I don't know, it seems like a simple, honest song of a guy in a fucking field with two dogs. Not everything has to be the dopest song ever, you know? Can't all be Dua Lipa. I thought as as a sort of, it sort of reminded me of like, you know, those old protest songs. Like, you know that episode of The Simpsons where Lisa keeps playing? So they march day and night by the big cooling tower. They have the plant, but we have the power. Come on. Ugh. Even as a kid, I didn't like it. <laughs> I found it stirring. It made me feel, made me feel like uniting. Song's sick. But I think a lot of people responded to it because of that, you know? That guy, um, Anthony Fantana. Is that the guy that Sam Hyde made that, <laughs> yeah. that hate song about? Fantano. It's Fantano. And it's biggest music nerd. Yeah, he was calling it racist, saying that. Really? Evoking, like talking about men, rich men north of Richmond was evoking like southern allegiances that were basically a racist dog whistle. Everything's a goddamn dog whistle. People were fucking hating on him for it. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, Fantano used to be kind of like based. Uh huh. But then, like, I'm not, I'm not saying that makes Fantano good, I'm just saying, like, he used to be kind of like. Alright adjacent, supposedly. I don't really know that much about his career, but then someone wrote about 
Anthony Fantano being all right adjacent, and then like he kind of like foot script huh. and like really started distancing himself because he's a contrarian. Because there was, I don't even know if you can find the whole thing now. I think I found an audio clip of it, but there's like a full like 45 minute like interview where he had Sam Hyde on his podcast. Yeah, yeah, I, I watched that. That was why Sam Hyde made the hate song, right? Because Fantano yeah. had him on there, and then he like wussed out and started, um, what's the word? Yeah, sort of. He made uh, that song with Christ Dillinger, that rap song. He made another song about how much he hates Fantano, and it's like Harry Potter theme. <laughs> I saw that one. <laughs> Sam Hyde's been killing it on Twitter lately. He's been on this whole rant about. Like verbally abusing do- doctors, <laughs> doctors and nurses. <laughs> it's been killing me, you dude. To normalize verbally abusing <laughs> doctors and nurses. God. He is so hideous. Oh, yeah. But I love him. I mean, he wears those glasses, dude. It's like he's leaning into it, wearing those tiny glasses. He totally leans into like being like this like absurd beast. <laughs> Oh, God, he's funny. So, yeah, it's, you know, I guess mainly what the fucking Oliver Anthony song was thinking, was making me think about was, it's just like Barbie, dude. Why, why does everything always have to be this fucking vector of, of argument, you know? Yeah. Like, why, why do all the usual suspects have to come out and hate on the thing that you know they're going to fight? Say all the things you know they're going to say, oh, liberals are like, oh, what? fucking conservatives like this country song what can i hate about it and it's it's weird because like i was saying dude it reminds it reminded me of those protest songs from the simpsons but more more broadly it harkened back to an era of like actual protest songs and the and the the uh the labor struggle you know and the, the fight to unionize and shit like that there's a really good documentary called harlan county usa mm-hmm. it's all about that i mean it's like an old ass doc it was made in like the 80s but it's really good point being but which song does more for the culture good looking or, or richmond north of richmond uh-huh. <sighs> what, what do you find more satisfying Definitely Richmond, north of Richmond. Okay, so my next question is, do you find music that has a message to it more fulfilling than music that is just like brainworm entertainment? <sighs> yes. Because I can't really pick out what is so... Besides his voice, like, I mean, the song is like... Look, I I appreciate the good looking did something for you. I, I think it's a good song, too. I'm not even saying... I don't really like placing value judgments on art like that. Mm, I don't mind it. But I will say that it's quite obvious, objectively, that Richmond, North of Richmond, is having a massive impact. Maybe not with you, or a lot of people who are considered cool. <laughs> And not even necessarily with me. Is it this anthem of losers? <sighs> <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Wow. Uh.
Here we are again. No, it's the anthem of the downtrodden. Working real hard, overtime hours for bullshit pay. That's one of the lyrics, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Women work overtime too. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Yeah, they do. They do. That's another funny thing, man, is, you know, talking about a thing or it doesn't detract from the other thing or it doesn't have to, you know? I remember one time I got in this argument. It was when I first started, it was when I was going through my transformation of political ideas. Where I was really having a hard time living with all of my super liberal ideas that I had held so dearly for so long. And um, it was when I, I first, when we first discovered MGTOW. <laughs> MGTOW, for those of you who aren't aware, it's a, an online movement uh, within the manosphere. It stands for men going their own way. Look, I'm not MGTOW. I think they're going straight to the basement. I just fucking... This is a long one, I guess. Ugh. Give them, give them what they want, dude. Rambling? Uh-huh. I've, I've, been, I've researched many subjects and, and idea, sets of ideas on, on the internet. It doesn't mean I subscribe to them. But MGTOW was new to me. I thought it, I thought it was interesting, I, I, just as a phenomenon. And it did make me think about the fact that there's a lot of vilification of men within this society. And I was talking to my roommate about it, who was also like an ultra lib. You know, we both went to college together. And I said that to him. I was like, yeah, man. I was telling him about MGTOW and I didn't realize that it was upsetting him. And then I said to him, like, yeah, I really do. F it, I don't know. It just made me think that we live in a culture f that's filled with man hate. And he goes, no, we don't. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's mad. And then uh, he's, he started like kind of going off, you know? And then our other roommate came down and she was like, what's, what's, what are you guys arguing? And, and, and he, he, he goes, yeah. And she said, why? And he goes, because he's a fucking idiot. And then he stormed off. And literally all I said was that. I didn't, I wasn't even arguing back with him. You touched a sore spot. He did not like it, dude. And I, I thought it was very strange because I was like, look, dude, just because I said that doesn't mean I'm, I'm not saying women don't have fucking plenty of challenges in society. I'm not, I wasn't trying to detract from the things that feminism believes. I was just talking about, oh, it turns out that, yeah, there are all, there's a lot of men that are fucking suffering, which has also been a big topic in the news lately. Everyone's going on about male loneliness now. Whatever, motherfuckers, I've been talking about male loneliness. <laughs> Uh, for a long time. I've been living it, bros. I think that's what Oliver Anthony touched on, too. We can end with this. I think that that song, the reason it's gone so viral is because it's it's raw. It was extremely well-timed for something that literally right just in the last, like, two weeks has become, like, a really hot topic, which is male loneliness or, the, you know, the struggles of the modern man. And again, people, this is not to detract from the struggles of women. I understand. I'm just saying, there's a lot of dudes out there hurting, man. 
That song touched him. He's bouncing off my booty cheeks. I love the way he rides. I can hardly breathe when he's pumping deep inside. I kiss him on his neck and then he kisses on my pussy. Call him daddy. 